Welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. Good evening, good evening everybody. You are here with me, Inga Stoffels. And me, Zoe George. We will be with you guys up for the next hour up mm-hmm. until 8 o'clock. And we are excited because we love Mondays. We love Mondays with you guys. So if you have not shared the link yet and mm. you are listening to this live stream, please share it on your statuses, mm-hmm. share it in your groups, share mm-hmm. it everywhere because we want to get in contact with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you guys find that the people you want to share this with are currently unavailable, then share the link to our podcast, mm. which you can find basically on the same page as you found this link. That would be lovely. Oh, We'd we love would, to connect we would, with we would really people. appreciate that. So true. So... We have some exciting news for you guys. And I know we've been talking about it for a while. We've mm-hmm. been speaking about our presenter search and our, you know, finding that third 180 degree person. Yes. And out of everyone, we have four finalists. Mm-hmm. We really do. We're going to play a few of their clips for you guys a little later mm-hmm. on in the show so that you can get a feel of what the next third presenter will be. Yes. You guys will be just as excited as, as we are when you just see just some of the options we had. No, definitely. And next week only we will announce mm-hmm. the winner and the new presenter. So, guys, you can tune in same time next mm. week again to hear who the third presenter will be for 180 Degrees. Whoop, whoop. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Now, welcome to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Now, if the name is not already self-explanatory, we're going to tell you some things you can do this di- when you go down in Cape Town. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. Zoe is so excited. This I is can. actually one of my favorite sections of the show. Yeah, I love going to these places. But as you know, we love the whole entire show. Mm. So We can't really have favorites. Exactly. But you didn't hear it from us. But what's down in Cape Town gives you, you know, a good idea mm-hmm. of what you can get down to when you're in Cape Town. And Zoe's going to tell us a little bit more. Yes, this week's What's Down in Cape Town is centered around not secret, but private beaches, you know, the ones where not just everyone can go to because there's an air of exclusivity. So the first one we're talking about is Platboom, which is Afrikaans for flat tree, I believe. It's described as possibly the wildest and most unspoiled beach in the entire region of Cape Town. The access runs past DS Coast through previous visitors recommend that the north-south hike from Khrafkomerki, a four-kilometer route, with coastal views and surrounding vegetation and fauna, including the occasional ostrich and baboon, the white expanses of sand are largely deserted, making this one of Cape Town's most unique and uncharted beaches. Entry is 40 rand for children and 80 rands for adults. South Africans, national, foreign nationals will have to pay a little bit more. Next is Diaz Beach. For the brave surfers and bodyboarders amongst us, not me, <laughs> you will be, you'll love tackling this hollow barrels. However, swimming can be very risky here due to the strong currents. So rather just wet your feet, don't go out for a swim. The best time to visit this is during the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., so a nice 12-hour window from October to March. Then the next best time is from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., from April to September. Try to arrive as early as possible. The pricing for entry is just the same as as Plat. Boom. I'm speaking so quickly because I'm so <laughs> excited. I want to go. I was going to say, Zoe, let's breathe. I need to breathe. <laughs> Let's let, let's, you know, let's let it sink in as soon yeah. as you give us the places. Let it sink in. Yes. Let me let all the words sink in. <laughs> so, the next thing we have 
is Priyak Stool. The West Coast is a land of flourishing fine bus reserves, peaceful fishing villages, and pristine beaches. This is inclusive of a 25-kilometer stretch of sandy coastline near the Langaban Lagoon. But Langaban mm. is beautiful, hey? Langaban, beautiful. It really is. This beach is named for the Priyak Stool, which is preaches pulpit in Afrikaans, and a rock formation that sits just, that's made out of sand around the entry point. Anyways, entry is just a little bit more pricier. It's 62 rand for South African adults and 32 rand for children. You can find this park and you can actually find all of these parks in the West Coast National Park. Well, no, they're not Mm. parks, they're beaches. I'm too excited. (laughs) I'm too excited. Because you're so excited, I bet to see you on these beaches. I'm going to be looking at you like this. Yes. With your mask and everything on these beaches. You will see me (laughs) there. I will be there. Zoe on 180 Degrees. But now, let's get into the exciting part of the evening. Tonight, we are joined by Anri and Clarissa, as, and they have some teammates. They will be doing the Global Challenge Year. They are going to participate, and they need to do some training. So they're just here to talk to us about their expectations and what they need to go on the trip. And it's very exciting stuff, guys. You do not want to miss out on this. So good evening, Anri. How are you? Good evening, Zai. Good, thank you. And good evening, Clarissa. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well. (laughs) That is great. I love to hear that. So I would like to ask you first and foremost, what is the Global Challenge exactly? So Global Challenge is, some people would say it's a gap year and some people would say it's a missions year, but we really think it's a missions year. Um, So basically what it entails is two months of training in Jeffreys Bay and then for the rest of the year you go out to 11, between 11 and 15 countries and then you just really serve where there is opportunities to serve in a church or help build a house or some years you see sweep ground just so where you can serve. Um, but because of COVID, the year looks a little bit different this year. So we are more focused on long-term missions where they um, you know, are equipping us to have, a, have tools to go in a country for longer than a year. Mm. So this is basically what we are doing. We have training now and then we go out and then we come back again and have training and then go back out to the nations, all depending on COVID and the borders and stuff. But that's basically global. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. So you haven't, I'm just asking because it seems like you train mm-hmm. in between your mission trips. Have you already gone on a mission trip or is this, is this your first like introductory training? Um, so this is our first introductory training. We started on the 18th of January and our first mission trip will be to the Transkei, um, the 1st of March actually. So in okay. a week's time, we'll Next be in week. the Transkei. Oh, wow. That's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> so, Andre, what do you hope to gain from entering the Global Challenge? Yeah, um, I think for me personally, it's in a sense a greater dependence on God. Mm. Um, and that would look like, I think, trusting Him more for in little things and big things and also reaching the nations, obviously. Um, yeah, I think with, with this year in COVID, we kind of see a lot of hopelessness um, yeah. and, yeah, I think a lot of brokenness. And I think um, it's important to, to get to the people um, and spread the gospel and spread that there's actually hope. Um, 
Yeah. And Clarissa, what would you like to gain? This is actually my third year in missions. Oh, that's and cool. I really would like to just, yeah, have in a way tools for me to go long term next year. To really go into a country and I really hope and pray that Jesus will, you know, just make opportunities for me to really stay in a country long term to use the tools that I will gain this year. Okay. What would you say you learned from your very first time when you went? Sure. A lot. Like, I think it's, it's so different, but I really feel like one of the main things I really learned is God's love for me and God's love through me to other people. Um, yo, I haven't really experienced God's love like this since I started missions. So it's really, you know, it's really amazing. What you're saying is actually very beautiful and true. I remember yesterday in church, we were speaking about how um, truly knowing Jesus comes from helping people who are less fortunate in any way through like financially helping them or just being there mm. for them. So mm. the fact that you felt God's love and presence on your missions trip, it's just, it's just like seeing the Bible be yes. true, like in front of your eyes. Yeah. I love that. For sure. For sure. So I would like to ask next, what exactly, Anri, this is, directed at you are there any like specific prayer points you have for anyone out there who's listening to like keep in mind in regard to this like trip yeah um definitely some prayer points um i think for unity in the in our team um yeah just because we're, we're a group of four girls mm-hmm. at this stage and um yeah if there's conflict or something to to handle it right and to grow out of it um, yeah, overall unity, and I think also for for the people that we reach out for their hearts to to actually be open. Um, mm. And I think finances uh, mm. is definitely a big one still, but the trust in God with that. And then lastly, I would say like the cultural differences as well. Um, seeing that we'll go, we'll try to go internationally sometime. Um, but you're just reaching out to different cultures and the um, yeah, the difficulties that come with that or the challenges that come with that. Mm. Mm. You know, you mentioned a very important point, the unity. Yeah. Because, you know, like whenever, and I know you guys can also, you know, agree with me, like whenever you want to do something for God and it's in a team, the enemy always first tries to create division. Yeah. yeah. Or he just tries to, you know, plant this little yeah. seed and just work exactly. between, you know. And especially yeah. amongst, you know, girls and females and however, <clears throat> sorry, just depending on, you know, like, for example, you guys can be so prayerful the one week and then the yeah. next week you don't know what's happening. Things just yeah. feel a bit weird. And we will definitely keep all of that in prayer for you guys. Yeah. And how Thank can, you so much, yeah. And how can the audience also reach out? Like, how can we help? Where can we you know, donate, where can, how can we help you? So there is a website called Global Challenge Expedition where um, you can donate um, 
there's a link on or there's a place on the website where you can donate. Um, there's also prayer points. And then we also, um, each individual blog every month mm, okay. where we just give an update and, yeah, where people can read what Jesus is doing through our lives. So that's a way how people can, yeah, just be connected through, to us through journey. Oh, is there like a specific site where these blogs are posted? Yes, it's called Global Challenge Expedition. Global Challenge Expedition dot like co dot za. I'm guessing because it's yeah. All right. Now I'd like to ask because, as you said, Global Challenge is basically like a missions trip, and I feel like you need to be called to do mm-hmm. missions work because it's mm-hmm. it can be very hectic, especially when you go out into many different countries, and you guys are going to like at least yeah. eleven different countries. So I would like to ask, how did you know? that this missions trip was something God wanted you to do, especially now during these COVID times. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah, directed think- y'all, at both you, Anri, and Clarissa. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. So I think for me personally, um, I think all of us are kind of, not kind of, we all are missionaries, whether it be in our work, because um, I think like the definition of a missionary is, is telling people about Jesus. And if you serve God, then I think you want to do that in any setting, wherever you are. But um, going to the nation specifically, I, I just, like, yeah, I felt like a discontentment where I am at. And I had a lot of peace um, in going somewhere, going to, going to the nations. Um, and also just like the, I think just the passages of like, Go go to the nations. Like our, the nations is our inheritance. Um, yeah, that was a big factor, I think, uh, for me. And one scripture that God confirmed, kind of, is just um, that my life is worth nothing to me if I don't use it to continue to finish the work that God assigned to me. Um, and I think that was, yeah. I asked God, like, what is that for Him? For me, is it? Um, whether it be in like a business setting or maybe in the nations as a missionary. Um, and yeah, I, I believe he, he directed me um, mm. as a missionary. Yeah. And Clarissa? <laughs> yes. So um, this is actually my second year doing Global Challenge. Yeah. And last year, um, yeah, to me about a second journey but specifically in leadership and um, how I will yeah, just step into leadership and everything and I yeah, I really felt like Jesus is calling me to a second year and this year I'm, the, I'm given the opportunity to lead the team and I really felt like yo, that's such an opportunity that I was waiting for a very long time um, because of three years in missions I never had now, um, you know, Jesus is into that. Yeah, that's definitely how I got confirmation in doing this year. Hmm. That's really interesting. I'm glad that, that you're getting this opportunity now yeah. to just like grow. And it's different because you're coming back with a little bit of experience. Mm-hmm. And I knew yeah. what you said was also so very factual and true biblically about how we are all called like to be missionaries in our own mm-hmm. ways. Yes. Yeah, mm. some going out into the field, some going out into like business and mm. stuff like that. That is mm. very true. And for both of you, what are you guys 
personally, what are you guys most excited for when going on this trip? Or most expectant for? Clarissa, you can cheat here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's a lot to do about the leadership and how, how I am as a leader and how Jesus is you're using me and my unique ways of being a leadership. You know, like I said, I've never got the opportunity to even lead a small group. So I'm very excited to, you know, have this challenge, but also seeing how Jesus is really going to lead through me. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say there's probably two forward for uh the one is i think people encountering people and um yeah seeing that seeds are sown in their lives um or actually seeing the fruit that they bear um because we I, I probably can't like i won't be able to tell which one i will be able to see but i'm excited for that and i think the second one would be um just learning to trust god more um mm. yeah mm. yes that's probably true Powerful. You ladies are making me so excited for yeah. this trip. Like, Zoe, are we going to go? <laughs> I am. I don't think You're I'm built for this. I'm such a weakling. <laughs> but I cannot wait to follow your blogs every mm, month and to definitely. see what you do in these different countries. It's going to be amazing. I will be on the Global Challenge website like a like a bad rash you can't get rid of. <laughs> Thank you. Our number one supporter. Yes. Actually, some previous year's blogs, too, that you can and go read and oh, just really? be inspired. Yes. So previous year's blogs were also or is also on it. Oh, we will right. definitely be checking that out. And that is www.globalchallenge.co.za. Correct? Awesome. Awesome. Man, thank you ladies so much for joining us here tonight. It really was a pleasure to have you guys on and talk about these mission trips and just the importance of having to do mm. them as Christians. And I'm so excited and I wish you guys all the best luck and that everything that you're praying for comes to be as God's plan Mm. would allow it to be. Thank you so much. And thank you for this opportunity. It's really, it's really, I'm so thankful and grateful. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Just before you leave, there was one more question that I had. So if, if someone, you know, has a heart for mission trips, like, is there any advice that you would give them or how they should go about it? Like, we know we need to, you know, they should go about it prayerfully, but is there anything from your side that you would like to say to those people out there that have hearts that are mm. longing for mission trips and doing missionary yes. work? I think um, that's actually a and if you have a willing heart, Jesus will definitely lead you into a direction that you, that he wants to use you. So I really, you know, I pray that people would really just understand, um, that Jesus will lead them into a way that they have, and they just have to be patient, but all it takes it is a willing heart, and Jesus will use that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, ladies, so much, you guys. Like, Tonight was the first time we spoke, I spoke to you guys and you guys have such beautiful, you know, souls and spirits and just speaking to you guys, honestly, it made my night. Oh, oh thank you so much for having us. Thank you guys are awesome. Thank you. Goodbye for now.
Bye. Bye. Wow. What amazing, beautiful, beautiful yes. two girls. Right. And honestly, the work they are doing, absolutely amazing. So right? if you guys want to keep track, you know, you can visit www.globalchallengeexpedition.co.za. On there, they have prayer points. They will be having blog posts mm-hmm. where they will keep you posted on what yeah. is happening. They will keep you posted on previous trips. Yeah, she said there's previous, previous trips. trips as well. So you can go and read up on that. But wow, I enjoyed that interview so right? much. It's so beautiful to hear like youth people mm. be so passionate about the body and Christ. I was actually listening to a, a podcast about this about a week ago and <laughs> about a week ago and the podcast host was speaking about how generally he felt he's obviously not a, of any religious belief, but he felt like the youth was generally not and he was actually mm. debating a Christian. He felt as if the youth generally did not subscribe to many of the religious beliefs their parents had in the past. Yeah. And he was asking his the, his guest why she thought that was. She obviously being a believer. And she said the reason why that is is because in the past perhaps maybe doing Christian things and being a Christian perhaps was more of a cultural thing rather than an actual experience yeah. with God. Yes. So people would go to church pray but like nothing would happen mm. there would be no transformation like doing the religious yeah. duties but not having that relationship yes, yeah so true and the reason why it may seem like there are fewer today is because the many of them who are still religious and christians and love god and want to serve mm. they have had their own experiences and they're not just doing it because they were brought up and this is just the way yes. things are yes. and you can tell with these ladies that that is actually the case mm. because you don't just go on a missions trip to another country that you've never been to yes it has to be a passion your heart's desire Mm -hmm. and what you're saying is spot on spot on with also in last week what god was talking to me about was and then on saturday when we were together your father said arise like we cannot be as scared as the world you know and it was just resonating so much with what god has been speaking to me about and that was you know that us as the next generation us as the the youth and young adults of today are the future leaders of tomorrow. So and true. if we are, we can only be or work towards something fully if we are passionate about it. Yes. And if we put, if we're willing to put in the time, if we're willing to, it mustn't be, okay, you do that, you do mm-hmm. that, you do that. It must be, the Lord called me to do this, so I'm going to do this. Yes. Where can I help? Yes. You join with organizations or you join with people and you say, where can I help you? You yes. know? And um, that was one of the things that I was just thinking of in this past this past week. And sure, listening to these girls and just hearing, this is definitely a desire of their heart. It's a yes. calling. It's something yes. they said, I'm going to do this. No one forced them into it. Like you said, mm-hmm. doing the religious duties, yeah. but not having the relationship. It's yes. almost like my mother was a missionary, so I'm going to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. But if the Lord hasn't called you or is not speaking yeah. to you about that, there's not going to be a passion behind it, yes. you know? So listening to them, wow. It wow. Really was. Now let's listen to the Bible quiz. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Mystery Bible Quiz.
So we are going into the Bible quiz for tonight. And those of you that have had your eyes on our social media, we have posted the question. Mm-hmm. The question for tonight is, which book did Jesus write directly? Ooh, this one's pressing. <laughs> so the question for tonight's Bible quiz is, which book did Jesus, oh, which book did Jesus directly write? And you can send your answers to 081 729 that's 081-729-1657. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. Remember, guys, you are allowed to take out your phones and Shazam mm-hmm. if you want to know what the song was. But before we went into that jam, we had a question for you guys. Indeed. And the question was, what book did Jesus directly write? Hmm. Zoe, do you have any answers over there from any... I have a few confused answers. <laughs> Someone even named a book in the Old Testament. It was like, it was like Psalms or something. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like that's a little, it's a little bit early, mm. but you know, I love your enthusiasm. Yes. Love it. Love it. I have a message here from Miss Simone Amy McKechnie, Ooh. a very loyal listener because I, I think she sends in answers yeah. quite a few. So Simone, you can familiar. give yourself a pat on the back because your answer is correct. The answer is none. Yes. Jesus did not write anything mm-hmm. directly. He had people writing for him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go straight on into the happy health tip, y'all. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy. It's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Okay, so as you know, every week we say this, chocolates are the true source of happiness. And we literally cannot lie. (laughs) So we have, and I'll be focusing on for the next few weeks, there are 31 simple wellness tips for healthy and happy living. So this is not necessarily going to be just food mm. or just mental health tips. But these are going to be happy health tips. So the first one is drink a glass of water the first thing in the morning. Mm. Coffee is great too, but it's best to start your day by rehydrating with a full glass of water. <laughs> Hydrating first thing in the morning helps to aid digestion, enhance skin health, and boost energy. Wow. So there's skin, there's digestion, and there's your energy just with one glass of water. Mm -hmm, Because Lord knows when you wake up in the morning, (laughs) if you have energy, (laughs) I need that lifestyle tip. Right? Number two, take the stairs. Taking the stairs instead of the elevator is a simple (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry guys. Here at work, we have stairs and we have an elevator. Mm -hmm. And recently, I've been using the elevator. So reading this, (laughs) I'm just like, and this, and in the beginning, Zoe, did I not tell you this stairs will be such a good workout for Mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. Two weeks later. We always think that when we start. (laughs) That was me as well. But I haven't taken those stairs in like... (laughs) Maybe like a year now? (laughs) (laughs) So it says taking the stairs instead of the elevator is a simple way to get a little more physical activity in your daily life. It also strengthens and tones your legs and core while you're at it. Ooh, Love it. Number three, make half your plate veggies. A simple hack for healthy eating. 
is to make half your plate veggies at each meal. The veggies pack in essential vitamins, minerals, and other phytonutrients. Ooh. Important for health. Oh, and wow, technology is failing me. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. <laughs> Important for health and longevity. And because they are rich in fiber, they help aid in, di- in digestion, which means to keep you regular. Ooh. And keep you feeling full longer. That's so I didn't interesting. Know that. You know what's nice about vegetables as well? That ties into your first point because a lot of vegetables are made of up of so much water. For example, cucumbers are apparently like ninety percent water. Mm-hmm. So then you'll also probably be getting all the health. So I right? heard so yes. Kind of tastes like it though. Cucumbers have a very watery taste oh, to them. I love cucumbers. Same though. I absolutely love cucumbers. Oh, I wanted to say, this is a sidebar. I saw this thing on TikTok where people, there are these two guys that make these videos and then they say fact or cap, which means is it a lie or is it a fact? Yes. And someone said if you put sugar on your cucumber, it tastes like watermelon. Is it true? And then they tested it out and they said there is a little taste, but not really. And then Hmm. I tested it out and I got completely nauseous. So (laughs) you guys can test it out at home and tell me how it works for your taste buds. Let us know. I'm definitely going to try that out. 081-729-1657. Send us your thoughts on cucumber with sugar over. Does it give you a watermelon taste or not? Going on to number four. Get a fitness tracker and track your steps. Okay. <laughs> Using a fitness tracker to track your steps is an easy way to make sure you are getting enough physical activity each day. Mm-hmm. We aim for 10,000 steps daily. Do we? Ooh, who which, is we? <laughs> which, who has, is we? which has significant physical and mental health benefits. Mm. Number five, switch to non-toxic household cleaning products. Okay. Conventional household cleaning products are full of harmful chemicals and ingredients that are not good for our health. Yes. Switching to healthy alternatives is a simple way to reduce your exposure to environmental toxins in your home. That was a that was a new thing for me. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. And then the last one. Use non-toxic skincare and personal care products. Similar to the cleaning products, conventional skincare and personal care products are formulated with toxic ingredients and we should not regularly let it absorb into your body's largest organ, which mm. is the, the skin. skin. Mm. That's actually very true. Oh my yes. goodness. This is why some people, there's like this, this trend now of making their own products, like skin. I've seen that. Yeah, yes, yes. They use all these natural things and it's very good because then you get to see what mm. goes into it. I think Kourtney Kardashian a couple years ago actually joined quite a few companies that were helping to stop all these organizations mm. that have harmful products in their um, skincare products. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is so good. Such a great happy health tip. Tweet us at I am Y Movement. Let's have a few speaking voice notes from some of the girls we got mm, in. The finalists. Yes, you guys are going to love these. I hear just three of some of the many we received. Hey, my name is Monique Leonditz Lang. And- Good evening, everyone. My name is Shannon Fortune. I- Hi, uh, my name is Amaline Bass. I am a, a master's. And that's just some of the few we have the pleasure mm. of getting to choose from. One of these ladies will be joining us very soon. Yes. yes. And if you would like to know who, you need to keep staying tuned 
every Monday. Exactly. 7 o'clock on mm-hmm. 7 to 9 a.m. Radio Cape Pulpit. Yes. And now we are at the bottom of the hour. Oh, don't believe it. I do not Every time we get to this minute, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Right? I blinked the time away. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, this has been amazing. Guys, stay tuned now. Even though our show yes. is ending, there's going to be another youth show on yes, afterwards. Yes. You guys do not want you to miss it. You don't want to miss it. So this has been 180 deg- Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out.